0: Welcome back. You are listening to that one sports podcast. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Mitch Wilson. Got a great show for you. Bonus episode. This bonus episode, I will be previewing the NFC and AFC championship games of the NFL. So let's go. All right, we starting with the late game. The 49ers versus the Detroit Lions you have a one versus a three seed in this matchup I will say off the top San Francisco I feel like here lately just about every year they've been putting themselves in the, in a position to play for an NFC championship okay they obviously played in the playoffs last year but because of injury to the quarterback Brock Purdy and also their second string quarterback they essentially had no chance against the Eagles and so I think that this year they're going they are going to have a much better showing. Brock Purdy is a good quarterback in this league and I think sometimes that Brock Purdy also doesn't get the credit that he deserves. I think for whatever reason because of how he played last year, I think people forget This guy was not a first-round pick, not a second-round pick. This guy was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the very last pick of his draft class. Normally, those guys don't even make the roster. And he's out here balling. You know, throwing for over 4,000 yards and over 30 touchdowns in a season. For Mr. Irrelevant two years ago, that's pretty dang good. So... But I will say a big factor in this game is going to be the health of Debo Samuel. He is an absolute dynamic playmaker on the offensive side of the ball and is a person that you have to account for on every single snap. So in this game, the line on this game is San Francisco minus seven 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 points. So the odds makers are thinking that, that the San Francisco 49ers are going to win by a touchdown or more. But hey, they got also the 49ers. They, they got Christian McCaffrey, who in my opinion is the best running back in, in the NFL period. They also have Brendan Ayuk, another great playmaker on the outside at the receiver position. And then you have a guy like Brock Purdy, you know, that throws for over 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. That's a pretty dang good offense. On top of that, you mix that with a you know, top five defense, no, no wonder why they're in this situation. For the San Francisco 49ers to win, Brock Purdy needs to take care of the ball and be super efficient. He doesn't have to go and throw for over 400 yards, over 300 yards. He just needs to be efficient with the ball. 250, you know, 20, 21 of 28, something like that. 200 yards, 250 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. If Brock Purdy does something along those lines, I think I think the Niners will be in good shape. Also, you have a great playmaker in the backfield Christian McCaffrey. He's gonna get the Rocket Ton. You have that elite playmaker on the outside, Brendan Ayuk. Give it to that man. And the San Francisco 49ers defense is really good. You have Fred Warner in the middle of that defense, who is an, an all-pro linebacker. You have you you also have all pro guys on the back end of that defense and also on the defensive line. A lot of people have forgotten that the nine the nine is traded for Chase Young. So I believe they have four first round draft picks on that on that defensive line, which is absolutely insane. But they do, and that's probably why that defense is so dang good. You have elite guys at every single level. But I think that the 49ers have a good opportunity to win this game. This game is going to be won at the line of scrimmage. Which offensive defensive line is going to dominate this game? So going over to the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions, Jared Goff, David Montgomery in the backfield. That may not just sit on Brown at the receiver position who is elite. And don't forget about the Titan Laporta. He is a bad man. I think that the 49ers are going to have their hands full with the Detroit Lions. I think that the Detroit Lions are a team of destiny this year. I think Jared Goff beating the Rams in the playoffs, which essentially, you know, they were the team that cast him away. The Detroit Lions having their first home playoff game in 30 years. I think this team is ready to go. The X factor in this game is going to be which defense steps up because both of these offenses over the course of the year today have both scored over 460 points. So the offense are going to show up. Which defense is going to step up and make a play? Like I said, I talked about this guy last week who made an impact in the divisional round game for Detroit, Aiden Hutchinson is an absolute baller. I think he's going to have the game of his life. I think he's going to get to Brock Purdy at least once. I think it's going to be early. I think that's going to I think that's going to rattle Purdy a little bit and I think that's going to affect him the rest of the game in this matchup. Even though it doesn't make sense. I'm taking the Detroit Lions the underdog to upset to go in to San Fran's home And take their lunch money and leave with the dub. I got the Detroit Lions over the 49ers with the final score of 28 24. Detroit! Let's go! Oh, and now we move to the AFC Championship bout. You have the number one seed. Baltimore Ravens against the number three seed, the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's look at the number, shall we? So, starting with the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens have the MVP in Lamar Jackson. It hasn't been announced, but it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to win the MVP. Lamar Jackson is also their leading rusher on the year. He's got over 800 yards rushing. And the Baltimore Ravens' top pass catcher is going to be Zay Flowers. I will say he is our top pass catcher, but I think Isaiah Likely is absolutely dangerous, and I believe they will also be getting back Mark Andrews in this game, who, is, who when is healthy, is one of the best tight ends in the league. Offensively, Baltimore stacked. Defensively, Baltimore has the number one defense in all of football, and it shows. You go and look. And they're only, they are only—they have only given up 280 points the whole year. That is massively impressive. Now let's go to the Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champions. You have, even though he's not going to win the MVP, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. You have Isaiah Pacheco, the lead running back for the Chiefs, almost 1,000 yards this year. The leading receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs is... Don't act like you don't know. It's that number, it's that guy, eight seven, Travis Kelsey. He's got almost a thousand yards receiving this year. And also a guy who has stepped up big the latter part of the season. And in the playoffs has been Rasheed Rice. He is a game changer. The Chiefs offensively are loaded as well. Don't get it twisted. This team offensively kind of struggled throughout the year, but when the playoffs hit they've picked it up. They're averaging twenty twenty-six and a half points a game. That's a vast improvement from what they were doing in the regular season. Now let's go to the defense side of the ball. As much press as Baltimore gets for being the number one defense. I don't understand like why this is not a talking point. And probably because it's the Chiefs have always been associated, obviously, since Patrick has gotten their Patrick offense. It's all about the offense. But the Chiefs have the number two defense in the league. And I think that's being overlooked. I don't know why. So like I said earlier, Baltimore gave up 280 points through the course of the season. And the Chiefs gave up 294. So two touchdowns throughout the course of the year separates the Chiefs defense and the Baltimore defense. And that's not much. Before the, I believe after the first round of the playoffs or right before the playoffs started, the Baltimore Ravens are the number one defense with giving up only 16.5 points a game, and the Chiefs were right behind them at, at giving up 16.7 points a game. So literally 0.2 difference when it comes to the numbers of the defense. However, the only thing that really does worry me about Baltimore is Lamar Jackson and his legs. I think his legs are going to be the X factor for Baltimore. If the Chiefs can contain Lamar Jackson and make, Lamar beat you with his arm. I think the Chiefs are in good shape, but if they are out there letting him just run a buck all over the field, it's gonna be a long day. Because I think Lamar Jackson, as a, as great of an athlete he is, I think he's a great athlete. I think if if you make him beat you with his arm, he's least likely to do so. He's definitely gotten better, but in my opinion, Lamar Jackson is a good thrower of the football. He's very good when he throws to the middle of the field. I don't think that that he is elite when it comes to throwing outside the numbers. So if we can put Lamar in a situation where he's constantly having to throw outside of the numbers to Zay Flowers, to Odell Beckham, but not getting the easy over-the-middle throws to Isaiah Likely and Mark Andrews, we're going to be in a lot better situation. I think that in this game, I think LeJarrius Snead travels with Zay Flowers and pretty much covers him man-man the majority of the game. And let's not forget, the Chiefs also got all-pro slot corner Mr. Trent McDuffie. So the Chiefs, I'm telling you, the Chiefs have the number two defense for a reason. The back end, the corner is good. Safety is good. Nick Bolton is an absolute stud. Drew Tranquil, stud. Chris Jones on the defensive line, stud. George Karloftis in year two has the double-digit sack, stud. Charles Aminihue, really good player. Man, I tell you what. In this game, I think a lot of people are thinking, I think they think it's going to be a higher scoring game. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game because I think the defenses are that good. And I know everyone says, oh, Lamar bucked the trend of not being able to play in the playoffs with just one game. So you play one good game and then all of a sudden, all the other three bad playoff games you play just like kind of disappear. I don't think so. It'll be really interesting, the game plans both defensive coordinators have for these offenses and these quarterbacks. The key for the Chiefs in this game is going to be able to establish the run. If they cannot somewhat of a run game going, that's going to be problematic because I do believe the Chiefs are really good when it comes to play action. And if there's no run game, there's no play action. I think that Rishi Rice or one of the other receivers Is gonna have to really step up because I think Baltimore's defense is good enough. I think that they will be able to take away Travis Kelsey in this game. I think Travis Kelsey will have, you know, a few catches, but it's gonna need to be someone else or a couple other guys just like last game that stepped up. Like last game, Travis had the big game. He had two touchdowns, you know, 70, 80 yards receiving. You had Rasheed Rice that had a handful of catches for 60 yards. You had MVS, who I swear hadn't caught in a pass since like the middle of the season. He had two huge catches, both for over 30 yards. It's going to need to be a collective effort to beat this Baltimore team. The Ravens have been the best team all year. I can't remember what Hall of Fame college basketball coach said this, but he said, he said, never doubt the heart of a champion. I think the Chiefs being in the AFC championship game is how it should be. Because for the last Five years the Chiefs have been there. It's been the Arrowhead Invitational. So if any team is going to go to the Super Bowl from the A from the AFC, should have to go through the Kansas City Chiefs. And that is exactly what the Baltimore Ravens are not going to do, because Patrick Mahomes knows this is a legacy game. Lamar knows it as well. But Patrick knows if he goes and beats Lamar, then there's, there's no quarterback in the AFC that is even close to him. If Patrick Mahomes happens to win another Super Bowl, there will be no quarterback in the NFL currently that will be in, in his same stratosphere. Patrick and Travis Kelsey understand what legacy is. And that's why, somehow, some way, I don't know how. Patrick Mahomes is going to will his team to win. And they're going to get the win over the Baltimore Ravens by the score 24-21. Chiefs. (laughs) Oh! Am I a little biased? Maybe a little bit. But you want to know what? Guess what? It's my podcast. So I can pick whoever I want. I'm just saying, I know Lamar has been amazing all year. But in this type of situation... I trust Patrick Mahomes more than anyone. In order to get to the championship, Baltimore Ravens gotta go through the king. And hey, if you want to know what, if Baltimore beats Kansas City, I will give Baltimore their flowers. To be the best, Baltimore, you gotta go and beat the best. And we are gonna find out this Sunday if you are the best. Again, I got the Kansas, City, the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. I'm picking both underdogs. I got the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs over Baltimore Ravens by the score 24-21. And that's it for the podcast for this bonus episode. Again, thank you so much for listening. I surely do appreciate it. I cannot wait for these games because we'll be one step closer to knowing who's going to play in that Super Bowl. And remember, be kind, because everyone you meet is fighting a battle that you have absolutely no idea about. Until next time, fam. Peace!